This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. We are here. It is Friday, and I am happy. Let me welcome my one traveling partner. My other traveling partner says he'll be here ASAP. Jay White is here. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. You know, Camille's closing deals for the state. You already know. He's a traveling man. Right. So, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll be along when he can be here. He's a traveling man. That's right. So. That's what it is today. But also today, for our first stop, we're taking in we're taking in the Mardi Gras festivities during the 14th annual Ocean Springs Night Parade. That'll be happening February 17th at 7 p.m. Before we sit down and chat with Amory, am I saying that right? It's Amory, Mississippi, right? Yeah. Okay, good. American Idol premiere episode contestants Colin Stowe and Zachariah Smith before our last stop in Wesson for the Lift Every Voice and Sing concert. That'll be happening February 19th at 4 p.m presented by the Colin Singers and the Mississippi Boys Choir. Plus, we'll also let you know what else is happening in your neck of the woods. But, Jay, what's happening in your neck of the woods this weekend? I don't know. My, my calendar is a little bit open. I'm pretty excited. There's, there's an opportunity to uh, for the wife and I to maybe get together tonight and plan to get out on the road. Oh, okay. And and move around. So uh, my my time is for sale today. Yay! So look at all the things that we talk about and all the things that that are lined up on the calendar across the state of Mississippi, and uh, maybe get out of town. I don't know. That sounds get, good. Yeah. yeah, y'all get out on the. I've been telling her. I was like, it's been too long since we've been in a bad hotel somewhere. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. It's been too long since we've been in a mediocre hotel. Room right, in a town that's not where we live. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good for y'all to get somewhere out. with hard water because where I live doesn't have hard water I but it seems like everywhere else water. on earth has hard water i you, love soft you want to go to the you want to go I'm the a, hard way i'm a hard water proponent it's a, look <laughs> we've only got 51 and a half minutes left in this hour and i can take them all talking about this topic so you have it right back <laughs> i know it i know it mr asap himself chello kamel king chello with visit mississippi <laughs> he's, a, he's a traveling man hi <laughs> I'm so glad you've made it. You come in on one though. I love it when you when you walk in like that. You make on a two grand wheels? you make a grand entrance. Is that right? You do. You know I'll be swerving on two wheels. <laughs> swerving around corners. You make a grand entrance, man. <laughs> Thank What's you. been going on with you? Oh, it's been great. It's been great. Just working on all kind of different things, securing Chicago Blues Festival again. Okay. Uh, we're working on that lineup. It's gonna be Ooh, it's how, can gonna, you remember, how can you remember everything that you're working on? God. And, that, that's and, right. And, the, uh, you know, I come from a family of multitaskers, so I think that I don't have many talents. Right. But that's one thing I, I do pretty well. <laughs> right. Is I, I can multitask. Right, right, but right. But it is crazy. I mean, because literally, uh, you know, I'm blessed to have so many projects going on with Visit Mississippi and, of course, in my personal time. Uh, but I can put something down and literally pick something up and pick up right where it was. That's one of the few talents I have. And contracts. Contracts come alive to me when I read them like a soap opera. Uh, that's something. That's a talent for sure. Yeah. When I read contracts, it's like they come to, they like a scene in a soap opera. And whenever I see the main character, which is the client, like 
in a position that they can't get out of, that's what I know I need to negotiate. Those are the only talents I have. No, that's you're, it. That's pretty you're much telling it. a story. But yeah, visit Mississippi. We are working <laughs> on the World Music Tourism Conference. Let me tell you, it is shaping up so well uh, for Cleveland, Mississippi, backing up right against the Juke Joint Festival. Uh, international speakers have been confirmed. The speaker list is just going to be bananas. There will be international and people throughout the states in Cleveland, Mississippi. We have confirmed Chapel Heart will be the opening. Uh, yes, they I will did. be the opening uh, uh, artists. They are bringing their full band to the Grammy Museum, Mississippi. And what they have said is they are going to open it up to tickets. So you don't just have to be a part of the conference to be able to come to this. So can details go, are to come. Can yes. we go on your coattail? Uh, come walk in with me. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I'm trying to get in, get in. I need one of them PIVs or VIPs. PIVs. (laughs) So, yeah, all things are are good. These trails are booming. It's it's just a wonderful, it's really going down in Mississippi. What about you? What about you? Well, of course, I don't know what I'm getting into this weekend. But before we get on the phone with our first guest, I wanted to um, go back to last Friday and how much fun we had at the rodeo. That's right. Oh, man, that was great. During the free rodeo days with Commissioner Andy, which is still going on. Commissioner Andy Gibson gave us a good one. We got to talk with the rodeo queen. We got to talk with the with the bullfighters. Were they fighters? They were fighters. Bullfighters. Were they bull riders and fighters? That's right. They do both. I think we we had one of each. Yeah. Yeah. These guys had good personalities to be. In such a dangerous sport. Yeah, I know it. I know it. They were they were for sure in a yeah, dangerous the, sport. The one line I remember was, uh, "Yeah, I don't. I think I've only had about three of these uh, close calls." I'm like, oh, "That's it. That's close it. To death. I yeah. know it. I know it. Only They're, three. They wow. are brave. That's a show to be to be seen. So it's still going on tonight and the big send off tomorrow night. Right. That's when they wrap it up. It's still going on. So that's wow. the rodeo. Um, I was looking at the traffic off of High Street and it was backed up. It's nuts. Like. Uh, concert was going wow. on. Wow. It's yes. nuts. It's nuts. Okay. So let's get into our first stop of the day. You already know coming up is Mardi Gras. So I don't know what y'all getting into. I wish I was getting into some Mardi Gras festivities, ah, ah. but we're going to get into some right now with our first stop of the day, which is taking us to the 14th annual Ocean Springs Night Parade. That'll be happening February 17th at 7 p.m. And with us to tell us more is Billy Nix. Billy, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Well, hello there. How y'all doing up there in Jackson, Mississippi? We're doing good, Billy. Yeah. We are doing good. How's everything in Ocean Springs? It is great. A little cool, but that's going to be a great parade night. Uh, I'd rather have a little cool than the rain. Oh, yeah, definitely. We were definitely worried about the rain, but this is our 14th year. Uh, biggest parade we've ever had. Um, we really got a lot of support from the city. We got barricades this year. We've been the 14 years without barricades and it's so much safer now than what it's ever been yeah but uh, yeah. it's a lot of young couples that come out with little kids and we just really that's what we really just makes us want to do it more and more each year you know make it get bigger and bigger and it has we're gonna have 65 floats and uh wow wow we'll line up on the beach that's actually floats that's not that's not units that's floats wow uh we we doubled in size this year. Just uh, it's a good parade. It's real well organized. You know, we really worked hard on it to make it be organized. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm just grateful for the city and for all the people who's involved because it 
it takes a village to get this thing to make it work. I mean, it's just been a lot of hard work, and we got a bunch of good people down here helping pull it together. I believe but that. Like, yeah, yeah, I believe that. Isn't that amazing how barricades changes the game? Oh, yeah, definitely. When you're an event, uh, event organizer? Definitely. You need those. I yeah. mean, you can't have people just driving through willy-nilly. Right. You know? Walking in front of the floats. Right, right, right. Yeah. Billy, Fourteen. this is the 14th annual OS Night Parade, and how long have you been with it, and what's your history with it? It was day one. I got invited to the board uh, really 15 years ago. And we had our first parade in 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got in, got on the board. And I was only supposed to serve for two years. <laughs> and I, it got spun off to me, and I'm actually the president. And whole different board, everybody stepped down who was who was in charge. There's a bunch of good people back then. I was just grateful that they passed it on to us because I really had a passion for it. Yeah. To give back to our community. We do, Ocean Things Carnival Association, we do a lot of fundraisers. Uh, for soup kitchens and stuff like that there. And uh, this Costa, we have a place that I call this Costa, right where the kid, kids or parents are in trouble with the, with the court system yeah. and they get Christmas presents. And we got involved with that this year. And this, we just really plugged into it. Not just the parade that we do. We do a lot of community service. And since we started getting the community service aspect of it and really plugged into it, I mean, our growth has just been tremendous. It's just God given back. Mm. You cannot give God. Bill, let me ask you. Yesterday, we were uh, two or three of us were in office talking about this event, and we were like, "Man, parades are always awesome." But what's the what's the one drawback to parades? Oh, it's always hot. You put a parade at night. Whose idea was this? This is the best idea <laughs> ever. Let's have a nighttime parade. Right. Well, I can back up and tell you. I used to take my kids. I used to take my kids to the Biloxi night parade, and the uh, as they grown up, they got older and older, and they, you know, they went to college and all the other stuff. And I've lived in Ocean Springs my whole life. I said it would be real great to have a night parade. And I was telling the guy who actually asked me to get on the board, uh, who actually asked me to get on the board, I told him, "Well, it will be a night parade." I said, "I don't know that." will be very well accepted, but it was. And uh, Biloxi's always had a night parade. Uh, they stopped after Katrina for uh, seven, eight years, and there wasn't no night parades at all. Yeah. And then they pick them back up. But uh, by far, Ocean Springs is the parade floats, the people who bring the floats in, they just said it'd be more organized than anybody else, yeah. or getting them in line and you know, we have just certain guidelines you got to go by. If you go by our guidelines, everybody has a good time. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's good stuff. Nice, safe time. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Talk about the impact and and also the, the difference. Because, you know, in Mississippi, we do Mardi Gras on the coast. But, you know, New Orleans does Mardi Gras. You know, that's where they birth. But talk about mm. how much spirit that we have here for the Mardi Gras season in Mississippi and the impact that this parade has had on Ocean Springs. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when we started it, when we first started, I mean, it was really bad. It was really bad. We couldn't get enough floats to really have a real big parade. And uh, that's really the reason why I wound up with it. It's because the other guy just got burnt out. Just kept trying, kept trying, kept trying. But eventually, just, just pushing forward, the impact is 
we probably have uh, 30,000, 40,000 people on the streets. Wow. In a little bit of spring. We thought we thought at the beach, and it's solid all the way to Mary Sea. And then it thins out, but from there to Mary Sea, it's four or five people deep all the way through. Wow. That's why we have to have, have, to have barricades. But our, you know, the impact, the, the, the soup kitchens, I mean, they really did need, you know, we could do different type fundraisers for them. And, you know, like I say, Costa, as far as the impact, I believe it's, it's a big impact on the city. I mean, because the city made an initial investment this year of a hundred two thousand dollars by wow. that's good so i mean for them to for them to be able to want to do it i mean it has to be i mean people the, the, the people of the city really uh wanted it wanted to make it happen but uh to give you an idea of the impact of the barricades last year it was a two hour and 45 minute parade i pulled in the saturday parade the the Elks parade it was an hour and 15 minutes Wow. Wow. Golly, that is a lot of people and a lot of barricades. You know, I'm interested in this. How how does one get into getting a float? Like these, you know, these pe- attracting people with floats or who would build a float. What is their motivation, number one, to have a float? And then how do you even find the people who would invest in a float for whatever reason that they have it to participate? Well, uh, I've already built myself. I built six. Wow. There you go. I, I, I built six from scratch. Uh, you just got to have a drive. I mean, I started it out because I wanted something my family could ride on and uh, make it a family event because we all love Mardi Gras. And that's just how it really started and, and as far as building floats. And then uh, I started taking the old floats that the association has and started rebuilding them. It just you just got to have a passion for it. I own an air conditioning company down on the coast called AC Man, mm-hmm. and and we don't really really get stopped in the wintertime. We keep moving, but we got time to work on other things. Yeah. And so what I did is I'll take and get it get it inside in and say, "What is what we're going to do?" And we'll get a day or two. We'll work on it. Go back to air conditioning or get a day or two and work on it. But it's a passion, you know. Uh, you know, we have right at 100 members in our association, which we're not, we don't want to be, our maximum membership is going to be 150. Uh, we, we send out applications to get people to come be in our parade every year. I have an assistant that, uh, that does that for me. And the people are real, real, we, we don't lose people. Once they come one time, we don't lose them mm-hmm. unless, they, unless they sell their place. Because we are organized and, and just uh, want to make sure everybody has a good time. It's a family parade. Like I said, we don't we won't allow you to throw nothing vulgar or ugly because it is a family parade. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. The theme is 007 Casino Royale. Do you have your outfit ready, Billy? Oh, yeah. You know I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm one of the only people who don't because... I, I organize the whole parade. I do, you know, and I'm, I'm being the president. I mean, that's a lot of stuff that I got to do to make this happen. And I let everybody else do that there and have that part of the fun. Right. I just want to be me. 
I just want to be me. Right, right, right. <laughs> so Ocean Springs Carnival Association, Ocean Springs Night Parade, and the Ocean Springs Chamber of Commerce Main Street Tourism Bureau all came together to put this together. How important are they to an event like this? They're, they're real important. Uh, we really built this on our own. Uh, the chamber uh, uh, works behind us. You know, uh, it's not... It's not nothing pivoted on the chamber itself. You know, there are a bunch of good people down there. But this is something uh, that uh, my board members and I just decided that we were going to do it all on our own, do our own advertising, do our own publicity, and just take it slow. And it's really it's really helped us a lot. But, uh, you know, we, we built all this ourselves. Right. You know, it wasn't uh, the chamber just plugged in and started trying to help us. We just did a uh, Facebook Live yesterday. Uh, for the first time with the chamber, they're a bunch of good people. But uh, we like doing things our way and, and publicizing it our way. And that way, there you know, if you fail, you can say, "Well, I won't do that again." Right. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. right. Now my, this. Hey, now go ahead, Billy. Okay. My favorite saying is, "We learn what not to do." I know that's right. (laughs) (laughs) That is good stuff. Now, this is being hailed as the best night parade on the coast. Billy, talk about the route and where people can get more information. Okay. We have a website, OceanSpringsConvalAssociation.com. You can go on there, and it will give you some good information. And you can go to the the chamber, has has a a website up, and our city has a website up, Ocean Springs. the Ocean City of Ocean Spring website too, with the, and there's a chamber website, Ocean Spring Chamber website. So the route we started uh, Front Beach and Ocean Springs, we line up on the beach, which is going to be cold tonight. Oh <laughs> yes, nice and, and we brisk. There, yeah, we leave there at seven o'clock and we wind go up Porter Avenue, uh, creep up Porter Avenue to Washington, turn left on Washington and go to Government Street and turn right on Government Street and go all the way out to the uh, middle, upper upper, upper elementary, what do they call it? Now, since I was been a young man, it was the high school, and they changed it to the middle school, and now it's the upper elementary. Uh, and right there at Holcomb and uh, with Johnny Fatale's right there. That'll work. That'll work. That'll work, Billy. Thank you so much for yes. that, Billy. That's the 14th annual OS Night Parade. Billy, thank you again for joining us here on Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Jermaine Flood in with my traveling partners, Jay White and Kamel King with Visit Mississippi. Kamel! Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> You've got a head bump going there <laughs> to this music. Got a head bump going there to this music. Do you celebrate Mardi Gras? Ooh, very rare. Have you gone before to anywhere to, to celebrate in the Mardi Gras festivities anywhere? It's been a long time, but that's going to change. Okay. When? 2024? 2023. Oh, you doing it t- by, by Tuesday? Yes. Okay, because you know Tuesday is Fat Tuesday, and that's the end. Yes. Okay. We're going to figure it out. <laughs> Use a traveling Use a traveling man. You know, um, I used to reside on the coast. Oh, and really? so we we actually, as kids, took in a lot of festivities. And then when I got grown, I went to New Orleans once 
Um, I was 25, and I, I've never been back from Mardi Gras since. My goodness gracious, at 25. So you lost it so crazily at 25, <laughs> it filled you up for a few years. It and that's did. what it is. It did. I think you that, lost your mind. Th- that was enough. That mm, that mm, that mm, year mm. was enough for me. I I could last, you know, all the way till now. And you probably th- would still do it the same right now. I don't know how you know. Uh- I do know. Don't tell nobody. I knows it. You don't. It's a secret. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I am proud to uh, welcome to the show American Idol premiere episode contestants. Let me set this up a little bit. So American Idol, of course, been on forever, Kamel. Oh, yeah. Forever and a day. I've been watching it literally since season one. Wow. And the premiere episode for this year is going to be coming up this Sunday. Mm. And we here in the state, we have two contestants that are going to be featured mm-hmm. on that premiere episode. Both of them from Amory, Mississippi. We'll talk to one first, then we'll talk to the second one next. But I am super proud of anybody who comes out of Mississippi and gets on national TV and makes it. You know I what know I'm saying? that's right. Yes, indeed. I mean, it's just so, so cool. Proud. It's so yeah. cool. And then they get to sit in front of Katy Perry, mm-hmm. Luke Bryan, mm-hmm. Lionel Richie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's big stuff. But then the odds of two of them being from Amory. Yeah. Which we have a blues trail marker in. There you go. Amory Which is such makes a, sense. Uh-huh. It makes sense. That's a railroad town. Is it? Is it? Yeah. That makes sense. So music is birthed out of Amory. There you go. That's cool. That's cool. And uh, Lionel Richie doesn't age, so what is he doing? <laughs> I mean, I'll be like, Dad, you and Lionel Richie, and, and y'all don't age. <laughs> That's because he you was- You my mama and Lionel well, Richie. He does that dance under the ceiling. It's probably good for his neck. Well, that, he, there he, you go. Decompression. He was, something like that. Flew to, he was to the head. He was a Commodore, too, so that counts for something. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that counts for something. But let's get on the line right now. I'm going to talk to Colin Stowe. Am I saying that right, Colin? Hey, what's going on? Nothing much. Is it Colin Stowe? It's Stowe. Stowe? Enough, huh? Oh, that'll work. <laughs> don't don't feel bad. Jermaine keeps a butcher knife for butchering names. <laughs> right, he's right. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Colin, congratulations on the premiere yes. episode for making it, man. Woo! That's good stuff. That's good stuff. So, how nervous were you? Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I was, I was bad. <laughs> I was bad. No, no, you, you were great. Uh, I already know you were great. I was. I'll be honest with you. I was. <laughs> I wasn't going to. But if t- someone told me that I wasn't able to be able to audition, yeah. I'll be like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> you know, yeah. just because my nerves were getting to me. But now looking back, uh, you know, after they settled a little bit, and after they settled that day, you know, I, I was blessed. I was able to be, you know, be there. So tell me about the story of what made you want to audition. Who said you need to go? Who told you? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, see, a lot of people have been telling me that, uh, you know, Man, why don't you just you know why don't you go on the, you know some shows or something? And I just I don't know work and stuff. I was like, well, you know, I, I just really ain't gonna have time. And then my mom had been telling me for years she was gonna sign me up, and uh, well, you know, she never did. Well, she told me this time. She said, I'm signing you up, and I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, well. She, 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 she signed you. She was for real. When your mama tells you something, now you already know you gotta believe her. 
<laughs> That's good stuff, man. That is such good stuff. So talk about seeing Katy Perry, uh, Luke Bryan, and Lionel Richie all in one spot. Oh, uh, really? You know, you 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 don't really believe like it's <laughs> it's real, you know. Uh, you know, I mean, you get there, and I mean, you go you go through the process and whatnot, and then you know it's you know it's your time to shine and. You know, it don't even feel real. You know? Yeah, yeah. It feels like it feels like you're supposed to wake up or something. Right, mm. right. I, I could imagine if you're nervous and they're like, "Hey, once you get in there, it, it all it all goes away and you'll be fine." And then you walk in and there's those three, and you're like, "Oh wait, I thought this was supposed to get better." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, that's how it is. You know, you, you're there, and you know. I mean, that's how my case was. You know, I. I kind of opened up and you know me and some more of the people that were auditioning you know we just kind of sat around and played some music you know and i was inside you know shake the nerves and i mean i was fine yeah and then i walked i even when i walked in you know uh got talking to them i was fine and then they was well what you gonna play for <laughs> then they come on right on back there you go there you go <laughs> you know? well what went into uh what you decided to play for them i know that's a that that first impression is an important thing how did that how'd you go about deciding what you wanted to play oh uh, well you know man a lot of people really you know choose a song well that i've heard and i mean i was going to do it too you know choose a song that it's really easy to play you know like one that's like oh well you know I ain't going to forget the words. I'm not going to forget how to play it or, you know, something like that. And, I mean, that's what I was going to do. And then, you know, I changed my mind, you know, kind of the last minute. And, you know, if I could just go in there and make them feel something, you know, that I'm feeling. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so. All right. What's the song you left on the cutting room floor at the last second? Not the one you chose, but the one you didn't choose. Yeah, what's the one you left on the floor at the last minute? Uh, I was going to play Pride and Jewel by Stevie Ray Vaughan. What? Oh, come on. Okay, okay, okay. He, we can't talk about what it is he did, but. Ooh, now I want to know. You can't. Now I want to know. You can't. You can't. You can't. Well, I want to see. I want to see. Yeah, you're going to have to see. I want to see. Yeah, you're going to have to see. You're going to have to see. This Sunday. There you go. That's right. That's it. That's right. Now, um, Colin, talk about the reception that Amory has had for you um, after after everything has come out that you're going to be on the premiere episode. The reception. What do you like? How is everybody taking it? You you getting some 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 high Um, fives, some some slaps on the back? Yeah, uh, it's definitely it's it's definitely like a. Like a, like you know, like a walking around, you know, with, with pressure on you, but it's like, it's a good pressure, you know, because uh, you know, I've got I've got these people, you know, not just from Amory, but mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, all around Monroe County and all around, you know, that you know are counting on me. You know, I've got I've got countless messages, you know, make us proud. You That's know? awesome. And you know, that just means the world because I mean, it just shows that no matter how crazy the generation is today, that a town can still come together as a family. Right. You know, especially when there's two going into it. Right, right, right. You got, do you have any, no, go ahead. That just, you know, that just means the world to me, really. Right. Right. That's good stuff. I'm, I'm interested in what is the process of even building up to a point 
to audition like what type of things did you have to go through you know how did you what is the vetting process and did it you know make you like you said did it make you more nervous or did it calm you down throughout the process to even get to the point that you did last night oh well i mean going into you know especially me you know i i think you know genres you know multiple different genres of music that are honestly a dying breed um, and that are, you know, I mean, they are showing spark coming around. So, I mean, that, that will sometimes get me a little bit, you know, like, well, you know, should I change my genre and what I think? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, if, if you're true to yourself and you play, you know, the stuff that you like and you know you play good, you know, there's people that's going to be listening, you know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and that's like what I love about myself is that, you know, I'm not – strictly through one genre, you know. Like, I'm not strictly old country, you know. I'm southern rock, blues, soul, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of it all. Yeah, yeah, and, that's you know, good that's, stuff. That's one of the amazing things about it is that, you know, you can walk in a room and somebody's like, well, hey, do you know this song? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I mean, they got, well, I'm going to ask him this one. He don't know this one. And it's a, I don't know, a, a Stevie Ray Vaughan song or a Chuck Berry song or something like that. And you're like, yeah, I know that. You know, it's kind of like, Man, you know, uh-huh. it goes right back. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. And, uh, but anyway, sorry to ask him the question. I mean, I I really, honestly, I didn't prepare much just because I had in my mind that I was going to go in there and I was going to, you know, I was I was, I was going to be myself. There you um, go. That's what it takes. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. You know, be myself, be as humble as possible, and just be grateful, you know, and just live in the moment. You know, not everybody gets that chance in the world. That's right. 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 That's what, you know, means the most to me. Right. Colin, I just thank you so much for joining us on here. And um, good luck to everything to you Mm -hmm. in the future when it deals with your music career and just everything that you're going through. All righty. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, too. Thank you, Colin. Now on the line with us, we're going to turn it over to Zachariah Smith. Zachariah, again, is from Amory, Mississippi, and he will be one of those contestants on the premiere episode of American Idol this Sunday, February 19th. Zachariah, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Hey, what's going on, guys? Nothing much, man. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> bing, bing. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Bang, bang, uh, bang. How excited are you about the premiere episode coming out and you literally being splashed all over the nation? Splash. I'm telling you what, guys. I've been watching American Idol since Carrie Underwood auditioned, and right then and there I knew I wanted to do it. Mm. Um, so, you know, now that I've got a family and I'm married and, you know, um, living that adult life. Here I am, also going out and reaching out for my dreams, and uh, it's—I'm pretty ecstatic about uh, about the premiere. I think it's going to be fantastic. Right? Was it like a movie? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, I walked in, and I think I got so starstruck. I just, you know, because I've—I've I've always been a big fan of each and every single one of them. I was just like, you know, y'all are beautiful people. Yeah. <laughs> <So laughs> That's all you can say. Yeah. Beautiful face. Yeah. That's all you can say. It's kind of like watching TV when you see celebrities like right right in your face. Like it's you. Lionel Richie. Is it or am I watching TV? Is this a dream? 
That's how I, I feel. Know. That's how I feel when I see them in right. person. So that's pretty cool now, Zachariah, that, you know, you got to sit in front of three pretty big heavyweights and lay out what you laid out. Okay, so I want to go to the Jay question. Mm-hmm. Like Jay said, mm-hmm. what's the song that you left on the cutting room floor that you did not choose if you had to go between one song and another? If you had to choose between one and another. Yeah, so I had two that I was going back and forth with. Mm. And uh, the one that I left on the table was Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger. Mm. You know, I love this question, Jay, mm. just because it's not telling us what it is that they did, but it's kind of getting us to the area. No, oh, no, yeah, no. <laughs> it, well, it makes it makes me want to watch the show now. I mean, yeah, to, they're to too hear pre- about yeah. to hear about what what area he might have been going in, and then at this at the last second to choose against such a good song, and both for very good songs. I uh, now want to know what direction they went in. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Zachariah, who told you, or did you tell you, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to audition for American Idol. Yeah, I, um, you know, I tried out in 2018, didn't make it, and as a young kid, that was really hard for me to take in, you know, that mm-hmm. I wasn't accepted by the thing I wanted the most. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really just, you know, this year I knew that there was an opportunity, and I just kind of told myself, you know, I'm done wasting time. I'm I'm done waiting for tomorrow. And I need to put my best foot forward and start chasing what I want. Right. And, um, you know, I figured if I go in there and I just, you know, I, 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 I take my shot, I pull the trigger, I give it my best, that I would get it. And, uh, you know, so uh, sure enough, I was able to, you know, get the opportunity to uh, – to audition in front of those judges, and uh, here we are coming up to the premiere. That's good stuff. Talk about that part of it, because I, I don't think that, you know, uh, aspiring artists, you know, that the general public really understands the psychi- the psychology that goes behind, you know, the, the wins, the fails, uh, you know, and trying to get out there. Talk about how it made you feel the first time and what it took to come back from that and build up and to get you to the confidence level that you are in, in at now. Yeah, I mean, you know, every every child always, you know, sees their biggest inspirators. For me, it was Michael Jackson. Um, you know, I'd watch mm. him dance and sing, and he would do stuff in such a way that nobody else could do it, and that's exactly what I wanted to do. And so uh, going into this audition, you know, I, I, it was really, really nerve-wracking for me at first because I was like, you know, I, don't, I can't imagine me doing anything else. And um, music is just a way that I connect with people, and that's what I love to do. And so it was really nerve-wracking for me to, you know, have to get denied that first time and go home and tell myself, you know, we just got to work on this and, you know, get this area up. And uh, it's, uh, it, was, it was very hard. But, you know, mm. I, think, I think, you know, if, um, if, you put your, if you put your mind to it and you believe and you give it everything you've got, don't leave anything laying out. Um, I think you've got a pretty good, shot, pretty good shot of doing whatever you want. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Talk about putting this not only the, your city, Amory, on your back, but putting the state of Mississippi on your back mm-hmm. and walking in there and repping for us. How important is that to you? Yeah, I mean, uh, Mississippi, I mean, it's just such for one, it's a beautiful state. And two, uh, there's a lot of beautiful people. And um, for me to, you know, work in Bill's hamburgers and to be able to see bright new faces every single day, um, you know, that's that's one way to serve 
the people in Mississippi, but another way is to connect through music. And so uh, to go in there knowing that, you know, I've got all of Mississippi watching and uh, supporting me in the business along the way, is uh, it's a pretty cool feature to have this year. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Mm -hmm. So outside of this, do you just do this on a regular? Do you have a place where we can go and listen to you? Mm -hmm. How can we hear you outside of American Idol? Yeah, so I mean, if you check out Bill's Hamburgers Facebook page, we uh, we are doing a lot of live shows. And um, I was, you know, honestly, I was taking that as a practice set list, um, you know, for Idol. So uh, a lot of the songs that I would do there would just kind of be trial and error. And, um, but, you know, we would just have fun with it and, uh, we had a lot of great turnouts. And, uh, I also have my, uh, Instagram and Facebook page, Real Zachariah Smith. If you go and you follow that, you'll see a lot of my content on there. Right, right. That's good stuff. Do you want to let our listeners know anything about what they can expect or why they need to watch American Idol this Sunday? Mm hmm. Yeah, I would tell anybody that's out there, if you haven't watched American Idol in the past few years or, you know, you, you thought about watching it and you just didn't know or you just, you know, don't hesitate to get on there and watch. I highly, highly, highly recommend. And I'm not saying this just because I'm on there. However, this <laughs> season is filled with, seriously, this season is filled with such great talent. The competition is very fierce this year. I think this is going to be one of the best seasons that American Idol has had yet. That's good stuff. I love the way you just pumped that, that Zachariah. Yes. I love the way you pumped that. Shouts out to you. Congratulations to you. Shouts out to Amory, Mississippi. Y'all doing big things out there. I mean, just congratulations on everything. And we can't wait to see you all on the um, premiere episode this Sunday. Yes, thank you so much. It's been wonderful, and I'm uh, I'm excited, guys. It's going to be great. Thank you, Zachariah. Thank you for joining us. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. It's a good show today. Let's just keep it going. I want to go ahead and welcome in Bobby Helms. He is with the Colin Singers and Mississippi Boy Choir as they present Lift Every Voice and Sing. I was just singing that song to Jay the other day while he was standing in the hallway outside of my office. Well, you know, both of y'all are married, so I don't know if that's what y'all are supposed to be doing. But it was lift. <laughs> okay. It was lift every voice okay. and sing. Y'all bring it on back to being professional, all right? Goodness. And I was just humming it. I don't See, know all the words. So I, I, was like, I don't mm-hmm. know that your wife was but it's, with that. It's just <laughs> off key. Y'all get it together up here. It's the African American <laughs> National Anthem. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> You're in there sideways, though. That's funny. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Getting from back off in the weeds. You are. <laughs> You're there. I would like to welcome to the show Bobby Helms. <laughs> Bobby, please help break this up for a second. Welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Uh, thank you for having me on today. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. We are having a great time today, and we are hoping that you'll have a great time when lift every voice when you go to lift every voice and sing. Bobby, tell me about who you are with the um, with the uh, concert and what we can look forward to. Well, I am the um, director of choral activities at Capilla Lincoln Community College in Wesson, Mississippi and then also the artistic director of the Mississippi Boy Choir. Um, in the past, we have um, 
a couple of years ago before the pandemic, um, at Colin, we, we had a Black History Month program where we were able to, to celebrate, celebrate black history by uh, some of the composers and some of the poets. And so with the pandemic, we were not able to have it for the last couple of years. And so this year, um, uh, I planned one with the Mississippi Boy Choir. This is my second year as artistic director there. And uh, we wanted to bring it down to Wesson, where I, where I teach full time. And so in conjunction with the um, concert choir, uh, by Lincoln Community College Concert Choir, and the ambassadors, we're going to present a program Sunday at 4 o'clock. That's great. That's great. Talk about how proud you are of this whole thing being put together. I'm extremely proud of, of all the students that have worked so diligently to learn all of the music because it, it, it was very quick learning some of the music. Uh, we have concerts several times a year, uh, especially the boy choir. We had a concert in uh, January on the 17th with a college from Los Angeles that came over to Jackson. Mm-hmm. And um, the Colleen Choir also mm-hmm. uh, did that. So we had music to learn for that. And then we were learning music for this. And there'll be approximately 12 songs that are sung at this concert. Uh, divided up between the concert choir ambassadors and the Mississippi Boy Choir. And so um, the ambassadors and concert choir meet four days a week for an hour, and the boy choir meets one day a week on Tuesday evenings in um, in Clinton mm-hmm. at one of the churches in Clinton. And so they've worked very hard preparing all of this music, um, looking at the lines, memorizing music. Some of it may not be memorized, but we'll we'll have it all down. And then we're also going to be reading some of the poetry and some of the lyrics of some of the songs that were the inspiration of these pieces. Right. That's good stuff. You know we have a connection, Kamel, to the Mississippi Boy Choir. Mm, Jay, really? tell them about it. Yeah, uh, one, of our, one of our former news uh, uh, executives, uh, Ezra Wall, was uh, a director of the Boys yeah, Choir for several Ezra. years. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, yeah. I, and, and even further than that, a connection that I had, um, the Boys Choir, when, uh, at a time when I was running uh, Terminal Studios in Ridgeland, the Boys Choir came over to Terminal Studios and, and mm. did some recording. Uh, a, a good number of years okay. ago. Yeah, so okay. you guys are phenomenal. The Boys Choir has just been a, a, a phenomenal group for so many years, allowing so many young men to uh, really, you know, get into their talent and to be seen and do a lot of great things and recordings and shows. I mean, 25 years. Is that right, Bobby? Well, we are, we started our 28th season in 22-23. Okay. So founded in 1995. Okay, okay, yep. They've been going for a second now, Kamel. They have been going for a second. Talk about what made you all want to put this one together. Where did the inspiration come when you sat down and said, let's celebrate the music of black composers and let's call it Lift Every Voice and Sing? Um, Well, the the ending song is Lift Every Voice and Sing, Um, as with the... um, as being the African-American national anthem. Um, it's a very important song. Um, I've, I've sung it for many years with my choirs. Um, it's just a very important song. The, the words of it are very meaningful. Um, it's very inspirational. And so in thinking about this, one, one of the, um, the key factors behind this is a large population of the Mississippi Boy Choir is African-American. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. so they need to be celebrated. I love we that. We need something, something with this, because so many times we don't include a wide repertoire of music, and this is music in a whole, in choir as a whole. We have these certain pieces that we repeat every year, and sometimes we don't branch out, and we may not serve the community that we actually do serve. Right, right. And so it's so important to know where history comes from, to to see that there are people that may look like 
them, they look like us, have composed this music and have such an important part playing in politics, in history, and in the world. That's good mm-hmm. stuff. That is good stuff. I love that. So, I mean, how do you, how do you guys recruit these uh, these young men? How do they get involved? And then, what's the process of grooming them and allowing them to flourish and become bigger in in the choir? Uh, we try to do choir tours to area schools. We have three divisions right now. We have a division in Vicksburg, in Brookhaven, and in Jackson, and we're hoping to expand throughout Mississippi so that we can include more boys as we go through. Because there are certain things that, um, certain areas that maybe there's not a choir for them to sing in, but they really would like to sing and be a part of something that um, that they can be very proud of and feel an inspira- inspired to do and have an inspiration for further further singing or even further careers in music. And so we try to visit a lot of the area schools. After the pandemic, it's been a little more difficult to recruit. Um, we've, mm. we've lost some numbers during the pandemic, as did everything. Um, all organizations are down a little. We're it's still in that building process. And uh, we do try to, to take tours. We have um, this past summer, we went to on a 10-day tour to the Mississippi coast, Alabama, and then in um, Florida. And so they went to Bush Gardens for several days, or in Florida for several days, and Bush Gardens while we were down there. And they played golf, and so several different things to keep them interested and to, to build relationships within the group themselves. Um, it's very important that they um, that they build relationships together because they're so, they're together for so long. As we go through, we have some members that have been singing in the choir for 12 years. Some are new this year, and some hopefully will be recruited for the next year. Um, and so we're. Every every um, month we're trying to recruit. We're constantly recruiting, and um, it doesn't matter what level the boy is when he comes in. We will get him to where he needs to be. Right. Uh, we have a training choir mm-hmm. that, that helps with those who maybe have never sung before or maybe, maybe have never had any formal training or maybe have never been in a choir before. Uh, but just like to sing. So we have a training choir which helps out with sight reading, and it helps out with music theory, and then it helps out with just the overall aspects of singing in an ensemble. And then they graduate into the concert choir. And the concert choir um, has soprano, alto, tenor, and basses. So we have um, uh, boy sopranos and boy altos, and then tenor and basses, the lower two voices. And then we have a separate choir for the, for the lower voices, the tenor and bass choir. And so we have, um, as we work through that, the treble choir, which is what the training choir is essentially called, um, they have songs that they perform together. Then we have songs that they perform all together, all four voice parts. And then we have just the, the tenor and basses songs for those. Wow. Well, look, we've got about a minute left. Let our audience know exactly how they can go to this, where they can get more information about the Boys Choir, where they can get more information about the concert. Uh, Yes, um, it's called Lift Every Voice and Sing. And if you go to the Mississippi Boy Choir uh, webpage, it's msboychoir.org. Um, or mississippiboychoir.org. You can go to those and look at that, and then there's information about that. And also, Kapaya Lincoln Community College um, Facebook page for the for the, the choral department, Kapaya uh, Lincoln Community College Choral Department. There is a information about there on there. It's at 4 o'clock on Sunday, February 19th, this coming Sunday, in the Stanley Stewart Auditorium and in the Maggie Flowers Ewing Fine Arts Building on the Colin Campus in Wesson. That'll work. Nice. Bobby, thank you so much for joining us yes, today indeed. on Next Stop Mississippi. And and just congratulations on everything that you've got going with the Mississippi Boys Choir and with this concert coming up. Thank you so much for having me on today. Thank you, too. Well, yes. you know what, y'all? We've come to the end of another great trip. How did that feel, Kamel? 
excellent. It did. Mm-hmm. It did. How'd that feel, Jay? Awesome. That was awesome. I do have one more to throw in there. There is another Mardi Gras parade. Oh, yeah. Vicksburg. Yeah, that's right. Is having one tomorrow. Yeah. And I know you uh, have family connections. Yeah, of course. Back to Vicksburg. Love Vicksburg. So the Carnival mm. Day Mardi Gras is going to be uh, in downtown Vicksburg. Parade Carnival Gumbo Cook-Off, downtownvicksburg.org for more information. Yeah, that's good. Thanks, Jay. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to thank you all for traveling with us and thank today's guests, Billy Nix, Colin Stowe, Zachariah Smith, and Bobby Helms for joining us. If you'd like to find out more information about these and other events around the state, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org. Click the community tab for Mississippi events. If you have an event you'd like to share, I see it out there. You can upload it directly to our calendar or email it to events at mpbonline.org. Next Stop Mississippi is a production of MPB Think Radio. For Kamel King and Jay White, I'm Jermaine Flood. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip here on Next Stop Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.